If you have any questions or concerns about this week's episode, please call or text producer Dan at Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 230. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is a fabulous guest, the host of two great podcasts. There are no girls on the internet and the brand new podcast, Beef. Bridget Todd is here. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Bridget. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. And I just wanted, I don't want to blow up your spot right away, but are you a little bit mad that your podcast is called Beef and there's also a Netflix show called Beef that are out at the exact same time? Oh, no, I love it. I, I'm almost done with the Netflix series and I'm obsessed with it. Um, okay. I gotta say, like, it's, are, are y'all watching? I, I've heard it's good. I haven't started. I've heard yet, it's very good. My girlfriend good. watched it while I was on uh, vacation with John, which we will we will get to, and she loves it. So I need to catch up on it. Definitely catch up. It's very good. So no, I I think it's I think it's good promotion. You know, we don't have any kind of rivalry or any kind of beef or anything. Oh, I guess that's, but maybe you should start a beef with you beef. Could. And Ooh, also beef beef. If yes. people are googling for like beef podcast because they want like a podcast about yes. the show, yours will come up anyway, right? So Ooh, that's smart. I didn't think about that. I wish yeah. I'd planned that. <laughs> you should just do like even just for like a week, just change the bio or the write up of your podcast to be like, oh, Netflix is beef, and it's their <laughs> podcast isn't about that. But I mean. It, it, it could work. I mean, it could work really well. Worth a try. It could work. We could get sued. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like getting sued over a podcast is kind of like badass, though, because I feel like oh. the, we haven't really had a pot. We haven't entered our like podcast um, sort of legal dispute era. I feel yeah. like we haven't got there yet. Which so is like surprising, to off. be honest. 230 yes. episodes. So, yeah, Ooh, I have only ever gotten one cease and desist for something oh. I did on a podcast. Uh, it was a badge of honor. I was very proud. Well, can you tell us? Can neither, you tell us about it, or are I'll, you still? Uh... I will say it was a major company uh, yeah. who does like um, online therapy. I'll put it that okay. way. Okay, and, uh, <laughs> I, think I have an idea of who you're talking about. I neither about. ceased yeah. nor desisted. So <laughs> come and get me. <laughs> and what were they mad? At? Like, were you just talking shit, or what, like I'm what was shit? I mean, okay. uh, like, like, uh, re well-researched shit, yeah. but shit nonetheless, yeah. and they did not care for it. I think there's a lot of if if it's the company, I think it is. I think there are a lot of reasons to talk shit about them. So there absolutely are. There absolutely yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some might say you went sicko mode on them. <laughs> you could say. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, yeah, we. I, I'm actually surprised, but we have never really. I guess it's because our podcast is not that popular, but we have never. <laughs> No one's really given a shit, Steph. Like, we've never gotten legal in legal trouble, I no, would say. We've lost, I mean, this is our previous podcast, but we lost uh, an advertiser. Um, oh, that's true. Because they didn't listen to our ads for like two years. And then, um, was it for, it was for one of the ticket companies, right? Was it StubHub? Well, it was SeatGeek. 
See, okay, well, I was uh, I was going to play oh. the fun little game that Bridget was just playing. Oh, okay. And be like, oh, it's about a company where you get a chair at a sporting event if you're yeah. a nerd. Okay. Yeah. So I think I would have I would have figured it out eventually. But um, we had our our friend Jesse uh, Ferrar on from your Kickstarter sucks, and he was like talking shit about just the concept of going to live sporting events for the entire ad, and that was like the one they chose to listen to, and they're like, uh yeah we're done sorry we're done with you guys yeah it was very funny because they it was actually two steps we so we like stefan said we had been advertising with them for a long time and we were a smaller podcast so i think maybe every episode they were paying us like 50 or 75 bucks an episode we didn't have a ton of listeners and then we jumped and then it was going well and they wanted to re-up for a whole year. So the price doubled. So I think they were going up to 150 an episode. And then it was clear that at 50 bucks an episode, they did not give a shit about doing air (laughs) checks or any, they were just like, whatever, man, whatever they're doing. Yeah, they got it. We don't give a fuck. People are using the promo code who gives a shit. And then as soon as it went up to 150, one week they gave us a warning because we imagined an alternate uh, app called Jerk Freak uh, instead of Seat Geek, where you would basically, I don't even remember, Stefan, what the bit was, but I'm sure you can fill in the gaps. It was yeah. something to do with uh, masturbation. And then I they were, so. they so they wrote us this like very serious kind of letter being like, uh, and they made example. They were like, uh, you know, you referred to our app as Jerk Freak. No, that was like a separate app. The, that yeah. was a different app. <laughs> that was a different thing. We were making a joke, you know. And we also named Ticketmaster in the ad, which they did not like. We were yeah. like, and, but we were like, Ticketmaster sucks. Those guys are fucking pieces of shit. But they didn't like that. They're like, don't mention our competitors. And then the very next week, uh, Jesse went in on the concept of live events and then, yeah, they were like, oh, we're going to cut it off. And, and I said, I was like, how are you confused about this? We were doing ads like this for two plus years. Uh, and like, you're kind of telling on your, you're showing your own ass here. Yeah. Do you think that nobody just like really nobody listened and they were like, it's probably fine. And then they were like, oh shit, it's kind of not fine. We have to cut ties. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's what happened. There's no other explanation because we were, like, we were the, doing the lowest ads like level that as well. I think of yes. like, yeah. And then they just didn't care. Yeah. There are a couple of podcasts that do um, ads where I always wonder how they're getting away with it. Like, do you listen to Hollywood Handbook? They yeah. they do. Like, they're, I'm always like, how are they getting away with doing their ads like this? They're, they're so, <laughs> they're just so funny, though. And like, oh my God. I mean, obviously, I have like a lot of listeners, so they get a lot more leeway. But I think with us, it was like... <laughs> Okay, like we were these two favorite. Canadian losers. <laughs> Y'all don't have the numbers to do ads like this. No, we definitely <laughs> don't. Not. We definitely don't. Yeah, I mean, I think we've been more conscious with this pod of saying to potential advertisers, like we want to mi- we we want to mix it up a bit. And if you're not cool with that, then don't bother. Yeah. Um, and that's why we don't get many ads. I think. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. That's so. That makes me sad for the brands who are missing out because don't you. There are podcasts that do ads that where they do mix it up and it's you you're almost kind of exciting to see excited to see how they do it. And then the ads reads that are like not I don't know, I I almost feel bad for the brands that they're missing out on that level of engagement. It happens to me. So I have a Twitch stream as well with with Jesse, who I mentioned before. Um, and he's he's very funny. Their podcast is very good. They do very funny ads on their podcast as well, which Dan produces. Um, and we've had similar things with Twitch where um 
they'll be like, oh, can we kind of like completely rebrand your whole stream for like a week? Like we're going to change your emotes. We're going to change all the layouts. We're going to change like the coming soon screen. Um, we're going to add like sound alerts and stuff. And it's just like, well, that's not why people are like watching us. Like if you let us do our thing, like they just don't, they don't understand. Like, I, I feel like this is so obvious to me and I guess it's obvious to you guys as well. And maybe to a lot of people, but like, I feel like I'm way more likely to buy something from an ad. If it's like, Oh, that seems very like natural or funny or they're joking around or, or whatever. Right. When it's just like a stilted ad read, there's like no chance I'm going for that. Oh, you're probably fast forwarding. If anything, oh, or like yeah. zoning out. Yeah. And I uh -huh. think in those ads, you feel like they're probably using it or have used it or they do mm -hmm. like it. Like there's some sort of tie to the thing. Uh, unlike, yeah, if it's like go off Kings, but they change the name to gamer goo Kings or yeah. whatever. And then, yeah, gamer goo rebranded by the way, which is really disappointing. Oh, uh, they did. Yeah. Let me see what they changed. So wait, is this a real company? Yeah, yeah it, was. It's called, we, it was called gamer goo. What was it again? It's like lotion for people who game too it's hard. So, it's so <laughs> weird. Yeah. This is a real thing. And cause we, we saw them at TwitchCon way back in 2018 this, Bridget, this is real. I promise you. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what I thought the product was going to well, be. I, I mean, mean, I think we can maybe all maybe you, you probably... can find it on the on the Jerk Freak app. That uh... was yeah. That was maybe I think the idea behind their their name uh, originally. Um, and it was it was Gamer Goo, and we saw them at TwitchCon in 2018, and we uh, talked to the guy at the booth and everything, and like followed them on Twitter and stuff. We never ended up doing any ad stuff with with them, but they gave us some some free stuff, and. It was like, it basically, it's like almost the opposite of moisturizer because it gives you like extra grip for the controller, sort of. Oh, God, that's even worse than it's, I thought. But it's not, it's not like sticky. It's just like, it almost, it's really strange. And it, it smells okay, I guess, too. It's just a very strange product. Like, I don't really know who it's for. It's not for me and Jesse, that's for sure. But they've since rebranded. Like, the only thing they really had going for them was that their name was Gamer Goo and they were like leaning into it being called Gamer Goo. And now they're called Clutch One with a K. Mm -hmm. That's so much weirder. Like as weird as Gamer Goo is, Clutch One is much weirder. Well, Clutch One, like you don't you don't really picture anything for that, right? With Gamer Goo, it's like I mean, you're picturing. There's lots of things you can picture for Gamer Goo, but at least you're picturing something, right? Like yeah. Clutch One, I have no idea what that is, and it's it's the same product, and they call it Extra Grip Cream, um, and they have Beach Breeze, Teakwood, Cherry Blossom, and Orange, um, and and again, like I, I've used the Gamer Goo product, I assume it's basically the same thing, and it's like. It just feels, it does feel very strange. Like it does what it claims to do. It does help with your grip on the controller, I guess. But like, I don't know. It was very strange. They should go back to Gamer Goo is what I'm getting at. Do you still have your free goo? No, I used it up pretty quick. We, we used it on, on the stream when we first got it. Um, they didn't you know give anything us... about Stefan, Bridget? It's that there's a lot of goo going in and out yeah. of Stefan's apartment. That's true, yeah. But goo also, coming in, goo coming out. Yeah, I think the, exactly. goo that, the goo they gave us was like, you know when you get like like a free like moisturizer sample from like Kiehl's or whatever, and it's just like the little like flat sort of, it was like mm. that. Oh, so it was, it was a kinda tiny like, little bit. Yeah, it was like one-time use. Um, and it was just, yeah. I mean, I, I think... Our Twitch stream is like, it's like very stupid and we're not really good at playing video games and it's sort of like actively hostile to the listener or the viewer. Um, and it takes probably like a month or two to really get into it and understand just what the fuck is happening. So 
I can sort of and understand. Do you think why... that's good, Stefan? Do you think that those are all good things? Well, I'm not forgetting advertisers, <laughs> I guess, is what I'm finding out. They're making it sound great. <laughs> well, yeah, you just gave like the worst uh, pitch to like an angel investor possible. <laughs> uh, it's wildly confusing. Uh, no one understands what's going on. We're bad at video games. You have to watch it for 60 full days before yeah. you even have a remote understanding of what's going on. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we get we get advertisers where it's like an actual like game and we'll like play like a mobile game for like two hours at a time or something. Um, and that seems fine, but I would love an ad where it's like, it's like a panel at the bottom of the stream and like a banner ad. And it's just like, like I've been pushing, this is, I think there's such a huge market for like non-traditional like gaming or like streaming companies to advertise on Twitch. Like ironically, you know, like mm-hmm. I've been trying to get boar's head meats to sponsor our stream for like going on like five years now at this point. And we've like emailed them and stuff and just like zero response. And it's like, this would be so, like, they don't understand. This would be like a big win for you guys because yeah. our, our, like people would go nuts for just like the ironic, like stream sponsorship. And it's just like so hard to get a foot in the door to explain to these like very traditional companies, like, Hey, you should do something as a joke. Right? Like they just don't ever want to take a chance, I guess. Yeah. What's your Anybody ad listen- history, Bridget? What's going on on there's no girls on the internet. In terms of ads, oh, not as much as I would like. Uh, no, I, I'm lucky. I have a lot of, like, good relationships with, like, loyal brands who I think like the show. Yeah. Part of me, it's, I mean, you probably feel this, too, where I sometimes I cannot believe that any big company wants to sponsor or be in, or in a, some sort of, like, public relationship with me. And I'm always like, are you actually listening to the show? Like, I'm yeah. so curious. Um, but, you know, they keep buying ads and i'll keep making weird content yeah yeah Yeah, no i mean it's good i I definitely wonder there's got to be an outside chance that pardon me no one's ever listened to an air check of our ads on these shows i feel like our ads on this are like pretty tame though i would say like you think we should uh, you think we should actively try to should we like test it out like suss it out a little bit like we do have to do an ad for this episode that so you, well, but which we haven't recorded it yet, but you're hearing this part now. So if the ad that you heard at the beginning was super raunchy, that's what. Well, I don't know if we, but I don't even know if we go like super raunchy right off the bat, you know, like, oh, like you want to kind of just like test the water a little bit. I think we test the water a little bit, maybe. Right. That's okay. smart. Yeah. So like okay. what, like what, what, what should we do? Drop like a couple F-bombs maybe, you know, I think we've, I think we said fuck in the. Okay, but let's definitely been do working, it this time. Bridget, to fill you in, we've been working with Athletic Greens for like quite a long time. Oh, is like the, I drink Athletic Greens. The, okay, see, there you go. So we've like... Hey, you and know, so do I. And you heard me say that on the ad earlier, so... <laughs> Yeah, and, and <laughs> they're I, great. They're a wonderful product. Yeah, it's a fucking amazing fucking product. <laughs> Athletic fucking greens, <laughs> dude. Diarrhea. Okay, Dan. All right. Dan. Dan. Come on, that. Dan. 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 I mean, in fairness, a lot of things give Dan diarrhea. So yeah, I, don't think we, I don't think we can pin that on AG1. <laughs> no. Dan's like, well, I ate two double downs and then immediately went to sleep. And then I woke up and drank <laughs> AG1 and I got diarrhea. Well, how did this happen? Yeah. Have you Dan, had any? I'm with you. I, I always have stomach trouble. Like you're either a headache girly or a tummy ache girly. And I am a tummy ache girly all the way. Oh, I'm both the, girly. The hottest people have t- stomach issues. That's, tr- that's true. true. Isn't like hot, isn't like hot girl IBS like a thing? Yes. I feel like that was like a Twitter meme or something like that. Yeah. Wow. I have, okay. I have IBS as well, Bridget. Yeah. So, so oh. solidar- solidarity in the, uh, in the tummy ache game. Trenches. Yeah, I, I feel literally, like. Literally. Yeah. I, 
John, I mean, I feel like on, so John and I just got back from a vacation together and I feel like John <laughs> ate relatively healthily on the vacation. No, I uh, didn't. Well, compared to me, I think maybe, right? We went to all the same places. Yeah, but you were oh, but you weren't drinking though, I guess, right? I wasn't drinking. That's true. Yeah. Where'd so, you go? Uh, well, this is something that our <laughs> listeners have been uh, asking about for a long time. And so, John, do you want to kind of give a backstory for all this? Sure, sure. Yes. So, a uh, quick backstory: Stefan and I are in a hockey pool together. It's the ten-year anniversary of our hockey pool, so we decided that we we're going to go on a trip. We usually go away once a year as a group to a cabin, but just for like uh, but, a weekend also, but just for a week. And the cabin's this, pretty close by. Usually this year we decided we're getting on a plane. We're doing like a five day trip to celebrate the 10 year anniversary of the pool. So me and another guy in the pool, uh, planned the entire trip and everybody else in the trip did not know where we were going or what we were doing. So the whole thing was a surprise. So Stefan being the like little worm that he is, uh, for months was trying to figure out what we were doing. So he was like Googling plane schedules. Uh, he figured we were going to live sports. So he was looking at like, oh, who, which teams are playing in what cities? Where might we be going? You know, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we go on this trip. Stefan kind of ruined the whole thing for himself. But uh, <laughs> no, it was fine. We So we, we ended up, we went to Phoenix. And then Stefan was very proud of himself because on the podcast, he had said, I think we're going to Phoenix. So we land in Phoenix. Stefan will tell anybody who will listen. I mean, he's telling people at in and out. He's stopping people on the street. I guess this trip. I have a guy guess the whole trip. Very proud of myself. However, he was, he was online. He was on Instagram. He was on Discord. He's telling everybody, I guess the trip. We're in Arizona. And our car. listeners were like very proud of me. They were saying that's, that's yes. like a Stefan Dub. Stefan Dub, you know, W, all that stuff. It's a John L. It's like, a John L. And yeah. then uh, what Stefan didn't realize was that 18 hours after we landed in Phoenix, we got in the car and we drove to Josh. Joshua Tree uh, National Park. So then I was like, ha ha, fuck you. You know, <laughs> I, I fucked, I screwed you over. You thought we were in Phoenix for five days, but we're not. And then some people were still saying it was a Stefan W because he predicted Phoenix. But I think I, it was, I think it was a Stefan L. We were only there for 16 hours. I think it was an equal dub for both of us, I would say. Bridget, can you weigh in on this, please? No, I mean, I feel bad because the, pride you must have felt when you were like touching down and you heard that like welcome to phoenix must have been great i just oh. feel for you for the moment where you're like wait we're not actually staying in phoenix i i feel for you i'm gonna i'm gonna call it a a draw okay that's very diplomatic but yeah so we so we ended up we drove to uh yucca valley we stayed Ooh. there for two nights it was very beautiful went to joshua tree national park went to my Pappy. favorite place it was Beautiful. amazing. It was incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Have you been to Pappy and Harriet's? I have uh, been trip? to Pappy and Harriet's. Oh my god, so, it's so, so good. Cool. Oh. Yeah. So I we saw up... Nico Case there. Oh wow. Oh no way. Yeah. They, they Nico Case the played there. That's very mm -hmm. cool. It seemed yeah. like a very good concert venue. Um, yeah. We we had to cool. wait like two hours in like the Pioneer Town. There was like a bar over there, so we waited there for like two hours, which was great. Also, um, then ended up going to get the barbecue at Pappy and Harriet's, and it was. Oh my God. It was incredible. It's it was divine. worth the wait. Yeah. It was very really good. good. Then we drove to California from there. Well, t further inland, uh, we went to, we stayed in West Covina, uh, and then we went to see the Anaheim angels home opener. They played the Toronto blue Jays. I think they're our, just the Los Angeles angels now, actually. I oh, kept calling right. them the Anaheim angels, but they are yeah, just the right. LA angels. Yeah. Well, isn't it, aren't they like the LA angels of Anaheim? I don't think or they, they are anymore. The I think they're Anaheim just, too? I think they're just the LA angels now. Yeah. Anyway. So we went there. And then the next night we went to the Los Angeles Kings game. 
and then we and then we came home. This was quite the trip. It was nuts. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I was I was so like by the end of it, we were just so tired. Like going to so the first night there, like the Phoenix Suns game, I was like, if it was the Hunger Games, Stefan would have died first. I'll just put that. <laughs> no I'll question. just put that out there. Oh, I went Wait. to bed. I went to bed first every night. Like <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love getting my sleep. So I I definitely passed out first. I think most nights uh, there were a most couple nights. But yeah. like the first night at the Phoenix Suns game, which was awesome. Like seeing Kevin Durant in person was, was so cool. And like we're from Vancouver, so our NBA team got stolen from us. And uh, I, I, we never get a chance to see NBA games. So that was that was a lot of fun. But I also love going to American sports events because um, you guys have like like the the tall boy beers down there, but they're like the really thick ones. Also, mm-hmm. it's like a pint and a half of beer in a can, and it's like. Well, we don't have it up here. I think it would be like illegal to have up here. It's like not what are legal. You, what do they serve in Vancouver at games? Like tall boys, but they're like they're like the, the smaller the skinny. Tall boy. Yeah, where, where it's, it's like more like a beer and a half. Yeah, it's I like four hundred and seventy three mils. That doesn't mean anything to you. Uh, it's like twenty fluid ounces, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Ours are much bigger. Yeah. Yes, and yes. It, it's great. But then also, like I, I'm, I'm treating them like they're just like normal tall boys. And also, they're like twenty dollars U.S., which is like thirty dollars Canadian. <laughs> it's so expensive to buy beer at a at a professional sports game in the United States. It is wild how it's how expensive it is. Crazy. Like I bought I bought two beers at the game, and it's that's like sixty five dollars Canadian for two beers. It was nuts. I mean, they were really good. Um, it was like the uh, I think it was the Modelo or the no, I think it was Dos Equis, wasn't it? Oh, like the it salt was. and lime, with, with the salt and lime, lime or whatever. Yeah. Oh, good choice. Very, very good beer. Exotic. The, very I will say exotic. The, the burger was awful. <laughs> the burger was not. <laughs> yeah, good. your burger was brutal at that game. That the burger was, it was bad. Also forty dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I mean that that's the other issue is I is got coming... chicken strips. I be I think over the course of the trip I oh, became yeah. more chicken strip than man. I had chicken <laughs> strips five times in five days. That's including twice in one day. So <laughs> But they in were, fairness, in fairness, the day I had them twice, the ones I had for lunch were vegan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if that may, I don't know if that helps. Probably not, but I, th- I think that helps a bit, but I, so I will say they like, were good. They were, it was really good. It was like the, I don't know, Bridget, if this is like a chain in America, or if it's only in, are you in California? No, I'm in Washington, DC. Oh, Washington. Oh, capital. Okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Um, okay. So I don't know. This is probably only a California thing, but it was called plant power fat, but it was like a fast food place, but it was only like vegetarian, vegan. Oh, stuff. interesting. I think that's California specific or like yeah. West coast specific. It feels like a very West coast specific thing, but it was rad. Like it fully, like full fast food place, like had a drive through, got the food very And it was excellent. It was really, really good. My wife is vegetarian. So I've gotten a little bit more into the vegetarian junk food i mean i like healthy vegetarian food too but i've gotten into that culture of the vegetarian junk food and it was it was very good have have either of you tried the uh so we've got the air fryer and we do the air fryer uh like cauliflower like wings my favorite oh my god like if, if you get them like i get them from this um kind of like vegan fast food place i think they're better than wings like they are so saucy cauliflower don't sleep it, on cauliflower. It's it's really good. It's it's like a top three or top five thing to air fry. I feel like um, you get some like turmeric in there if you're doing it yourself at home. That's always nice. But like the the pre made like you you get them in like the freezer section at the grocery store or whatever. Like the pre made cauliflower wings are 
incredible. John, have you had those? Mm-mm. You would like them, I think. I, I don't think like cauliflower. Okay. All right. Never mind then. God damn it. I've had cauliflower wings before and they're fine. Like that's definitely the only way I would consume cauliflower. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, they, they were not my favorite thing. You I don't fuck with say. cauliflower rice? Not really. No. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I just go, Do I just you? go straight rice. I just okay, go straight huh? rice. Bridget, don't try to figure, <laughs> don't try to figure me out. I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to solve this no, puzzle. I'm a little bitch. Uh, my, my food eating habits are just insane. Well, uh, but you have so. IBS, so that does. No, I mean, yes, that's sort I wanna, of. I want to cut you factor. a bit of slack here. You uh, know? I mean, you can only a little bit. I wouldn't cut me a ton here. You but. are, you are a very picky eater, even ignoring the IBS, I would say. No, it's, it's rough. Yeah. But I, I also like I've had when I eat cauliflower wings, I will I'll back you both up in that I will say when I eat them, I get it. Yeah. It's not for me, but I, I'll have one and I go, okay, I get it. I yeah. get why my wife loves these, or yeah. you know, like I can understand the texture is they... very there's something about the texture. It is it just lends itself very well to like a, a fake wing. I don't know. Yeah. I yes. really like no, it, it does I, it does for sure. If I can be gross, so Please. good to so good dipped in ranch like i yeah ranch dressing i know it like it's polarizing and it's kind of gross but something about cauliflower wings dipped in ranch oof i i, like I don't think that was gross at all when you no. said it gross like for this show that is not gross at all that's yeah. just very normal that the, okay, the, bar good, is, good. <laughs> the bar for gross on this show unfortunately is very 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 high, high very high yeah, um, yeah i can fully walk underneath the the bar I, I'll say what I've been doing for a dip recently, if I get, if I have like fries or something uh, at, at the apartment is I've been, I'm, I've been really big in the past year uh, into Kewpie mayo, like the Japanese mayo. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, well, it's great. It's so, it's just incredible. It's so good. because you look like a Kewpie mayo bottle. <laughs> oh, I guess. Thank you. That's true. I thought you were going to say I look like the baby on the bottle, but well that too, but yeah. Uh... Um, but I'll, I'll do that with some ketchup and like mix it up as like, a Oh, dip. so like, like a, like a ketchup mayo combination. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's very, very good. Um, kind, that. kind of close. I mean, I feel like Almost every secret sauce is like a is some sort of combination of like mayo and ketchup and like burger relish usually. Yeah. Um, maybe some Thousand Island in there as well. Um, I I I think like for me the best if we could talk about like secret sauce or whatever or like burger sauce. Um, there's a burger chain up here called Triple O's, and they do triple O sauce. And John, do you know exactly what it is? Is it burger relish, mayo, and ketchup? That's it. It's just yeah. burger relish and mayo. Yeah. But, and they, but they make their burger relish. I believe it's a like a tomato-y. It's got ketchup in there, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it's... Bridget, it's have best. you been to Vancouver before? I have not. I've always okay. wanted to go. We got to get you up here and get you a triple yeah. O's. Yeah. It's Every time I learn so something about Canadian fast food, I, I grow more fascinated by it every time I hear something about it. Well, what, uh, what else have you heard fact, about? We all, oh, yeah, yeah. Start with that. Uh, well, poutine, which was yeah. the, when I first heard about that, I was like, no way. They're not putting gravy on fries up there. Like, uh, and oh, it poutine gravy is amazing. and cheese curds. Gravy and cheese curds, cheese curds. And it's so good. It's so good. But I will I've say. I've never it, had it. It's, it's, so, yeah. I mean, don't definitely. If don't you're having it in, it in Canada. America. Okay. I would have it in in Quebec if you're able to. Um, yeah. There's there's a couple places in Vancouver. One owned by someone from Montreal that's pretty good. Um, but like it's it's incredible. But it will knock you out for the entire day. <laughs> so, so don't eat it before like a long drive. Yeah, it's like a night. Oh yeah, ender. especially if you got tummy troubles. Expect to be expect to be near a facility. Yeah, uh, lean you know. lean towards ordering the smaller 
okay. poutine if possible, yeah. even if you're really hungry, because it it does fill you up. Um, but it is it is incredible. The cheese curds are so good. Um, the gravy is great. Um, the fries are honestly almost like the least important part of it. Uh, they're more just like a mechanism for eating the gravy and the cheese. Um, but it's yeah, very p- good. poutine is great. Have you heard anything else about Canadian fast food? That was my that was kind of my big one. What else yeah. should I know about if I'm if well, next time I'm in Canada? What should I get? Our our common one is that that American guests are always blown away by is A and W up here is actually good. Oh, like A and W is like top tier fast food in Canada. It's the best. It's the best fast food place in Canada. I, I would is say. It, is it still the hot dogs and and uh, uh, root beers and such? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but it's, but it, it's and technically burgers, but it's, it's owned by a different. It's a different. It's own Canada or something. Is a different company. Oh, yeah. they just kind of like have the rights to the A and W name. I think like up here yeah. we have the Burger Family, which you don't have in America. Like all the burgers are named after family members. There's the Mama Burger, the Papa Burger, the Grandpa Burger, the Uncle Burger, the Uncle Burger, which the is Teen Burger. Uh, yeah, the Teen Burger. These are which, all real. You're and, not allowed to order the Uncle Burger and the Teen Burger together. And also, kind of a, and this is not a joke. And American guests get really they're shocked at this the teen burger does come with something called teen sauce so oh, no yeah oh no the real gamer goo situation i yeah. know i wasn't gonna say it but that's what i was thinking oh. is there a baby burger it's like a slider yeah there's baby burger and buddy burger as well right. buddy burger is the slider and then baby burger i think is the one that comes in the kids meal oh yeah that makes it's just like a smaller now. are those oh, are now, they? Dan? okay yeah they just got like the kids buddy burger oh okay, okay. yeah but yeah, A and W is very good. It's like S tier fast food because I, okay. I know in, in the U S. it's like not very good. It's like, it's like what you see when you're driving on a road trip and you're like, we're not going there. We'll keep driving. Right? Yeah, that's so. It's just so weird to me. I mean, I feel like I don't know if like Burger King is the same way. Burger King is really bad up here. I, it, I and but I think it's maybe slightly better in the U S. Or does it still kind of have a bad rap? I, I, you're asking the wrong person because I, I kind of like if I'm in the right mood, I can really fuck with Burger King. Okay, I think it, do, I think it doesn't have the best reputation. Okay, but I like it. Okay, yeah, I, I feel like Burger King has got that sort of like Arby's sort of stink mm-hmm. on it, where it's just sort of like it, it's somehow like underneath other fast. <laughs> it's like we're all doing the same thing here. I don't know how one fast food place becomes worse than another fast food place. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! But for some reason, people do have those tears where they're oh. like, "Oh, I, I would never go to Burger King," as they're like slamming a giant Big Mac in their face. Arby's, or I feel like. Um... And I, I'm sure our listeners will like yell at me for this, maybe. But like, because I've never had Arby's, I've heard I've heard the curly fries are quite good. Yes, and yes, and I know um, uh, Bill Oakley, the Simpsons writer. I think he's talked he's about like, oh, I regret like making fun of Arby's in the Simpsons because they they used Arby's as a punchline a couple times, mm-hmm. and he's like, I think like I kind of contributed to Arby's like bad reputation. He um, definitely did. Yeah. So- Fun fact about Arby's, um, I grew up in a small town called Midlothian, Virginia, and the Arby's in our small town is like a really nice sit-down Arby's. It has a fireplace. They have like the newspaper in there. You can go in there and like eat your roast beef sandwich while you read the newspaper. So I grew up thinking that Arby's was like a nicer, fast, casual. Like I thought it was like, I don't know if y'all have Panera there, but I thought it was like a place where you could like get a nice coffee and like read the paper by the fire. And when I moved to go to college, I was like, oh, wait, Arby's is trashy. My whole life, I thought it was kind of like fancy. I had no idea. 
You got oh. fooled. You got fooled got by fooled. big by big Arby's. <laughs> I, I will say if I like. So the thing is, we don't really have our like we have Arby's in Canada, but they're, it's not ubiquitous at all. It's yeah. Do we have very, one in Vancouver? I feel like we don't. There used to be one in Metro Town, but it's gone. Right. So I feel yeah. like there's no Arby's in Vancouver. But if I lived in the States when they got Pusha T on the jingles, that would have been enough just to get me in the door. I would oh, have been yeah. like, you, Pusha T wrote a rap for Arby's and he's directly <laughs> like, he's dissing the filet fish. He did a diss rap for, against filet fish Yeah. That would have got me in the door. Just that alone. I'd be like, I got to go to Arby's. They got Pusha T doing the jingle. I love that. Smart advertising. It's, you You guys could do a jingle for Boar's Head, right? This is, these are oh, great. Yeah. See, somebody at Arby's saw the 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 power of like, that yes. cross collaboration, Boar's Head, reach out, you know. Come on, Boar's Head, let's do it. You got to get, you got to get Pusha T doing a Go Off Kings uh, jingle. You guys that would be good. that, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, we'll look into it. I think the closest I've gotten to um, getting either this podcast or the Twitch stream sponsored by something sort of like non traditional was, do you know, Ingelhofer mustard? I don't. It's uh, it's like a specialty mustard company. I feel like it's it's across North America. It's, it's based out of Oregon, so it, yeah, it is maybe a, it's, it's more an American West company. But um, it's like the little like round mustard. Um, actually, let me, I, I might have one. I can. Uh, oh my god! If, if you on. grab one, I will yeah. die of happiness. Okay, I, let me see. I, I think I maybe have one in the fridge. So I'll tell you the story while Stefan goes. So he, we talked about it on the podcast, and then I think Stefan maybe tweeted about it also. So then Ingelhofer reached out and they sent Stefan a selection of Ingelhofer mustards. Oh my but then, God. So then I followed up with them being like, Hey, you know, you sent, you sent our friends some mustard. Maybe you should become like the official mustard of blocked party, you know, and maybe there's a chance for you to have this sort of ironic crossover with us where you're the official mustard of our podcast. And exactly like Stefan was saying before, we just, we got nothing. They just like ghosted us. They sent me a lot of free mustard, which was nice. Yeah, um, I got zero of that. Interestingly I, enough. Well, yeah, okay, but um, I uh, I don't have Ingelhofer in the house at the wow. moment, which I'm ashamed Disgraceful. of. Well, they should have sponsored the podcast. But check out the size of the QP mail that I got. Wow, I didn't know you could get them that big. Yeah, yeah, that's the same one we have. It's great. The problem is the the opening is like kind the of star. like it's it's a little big like when it when it comes out so you have to put a little less on and then like it it's yeah but the kiwi mayo is so good stefan's gonna, very familiar with star openings that are big okay anyway i'm gonna go and oh you can see the little baby on it too i'm gonna go put this away because i shouldn't have a thing of mayo at my desk for the remainder of this podcast probably right dan why so. did you look confused by that i was talking about his butt his butthole i know what you were talking about why are you okay. talking about stefan's butthole just that it's big yeah, you saw it on your little trip. <laughs> yeah, we all showed each other our buttholes. No, and we're too what? old for that. We're too old for that. I think if I think if we if we had done a hockey pool trip when we were like twenty five, then it's definitely possible we would have showed each other our buttholes. I think we would have died if we went on that trip at twenty five. <laughs> I showed everyone my butthole on the last trip I went on. Okay, well, Dan Dan is younger than us, I think. So yeah, that's, that's, that's still age big, appropriate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I'm I'm a 38. I can't be going on trips showing showing off my butthole. No, no. my butthole to guys. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that's that's all we really uh, we kind of wrapped up the trip there. I guess there wasn't really much else to talk. About. Did you have fun, Stefan? I had a great time, John. Thank you for organizing it with with our <laughs> other welcome. friend uh from the chad. pool from chad uh, he's a listener so you know yeah thank you chad thank you john it was a great time mm. um i guessed most of it but um even so 
Uh, you did not guess most of it. You guessed one part of it. Well, actually, this is something we didn't mention, is that um, John's This other was podcast, also very funny, this, actually. This, this really ended up working out. Uh, and I, I, when it happened, I thought you had like triple crossed. Yeah, me which is what was very funny. So, Bridget, what happened is um, John has a new metal podcast called the POD Cast with a K, um, and he his co-host on that, Brian, uh, has another podcast called Guys, where they talk about types of guys. And I went on that a couple weeks ago, and I and we were kind of making small talk before we started recording, and I, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm going on vacation with John next week for that hockey pool thing, and Brian was like. Oh right, yeah. We're just gonna miss you guys. We're we're, we're coming to L.A. like a week after you guys uh, you guys leave, um, and so I and in that moment I thought, oh, we're going 100 percent just to L.A. Right. So and I looked at the sports schedules. I was like, oh yeah, the, the Kings are playing the Avs, the Blue Jays are playing the Angels. Like I think this is gonna happen. And so going to the Vancouver airport, I was 100 percent convinced we were going to L.A. <laughs> and he told me again. He's very proud. He's like, well. Uh, you know, Brian was kind of dumb. He spilled the beans. I know where we're going. And then to find out at the airport, no, you're going to Phoenix. I was like, oh my God, John leaked a fake location to Brian to fuck with me. And then he literally called me a genius, Bridget. We landed yeah. in Phoenix and he was like, you are a genius. I cannot believe you leaked a fake trip location to Brian. And I was like, Yes, <laughs> I, I am leaked, that smart. I, yeah. yes, I leaked a fake trip location to Brian. And then once I found out we were going to LA anyway, I was like, oh, okay. So Brian did <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> oh, it was really, yeah. Uh, well, well done, John. Yeah. Before a minute, you thought he was like diabolical. Oh, yes. it, it ended up, I ended up like looking too far into things and basically tricking myself. So I still <laughs> was surprised the entire trip. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, it is true. It is true. Despite actually kind of knowing where we were going for everything, he managed to delude himself into uh, thinking other things were happening. Speaking of deluding ourselves, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Bridget, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? Are you guys following Water Talk? Water Talk? Well, we know water Dan's talk. not. Dan, Dan famously does not drink water. Oh, you don't fuck yeah. with water? Wait, how do you uh, hydrate? <laughs> Good question. Okay, Dan, when is the last time you had water? Uh, it's been at least a week. Look at my massive water bottle. Look at the Whoa, size of this thing. You gotta hydrate, is, my friend. Well, you're one of those people that just carries around the giant, the oh, huge one. I do a gallon every day. Wow. Whoa, that's too much, I think, isn't it? <laughs> it might be a little much. It, it started with a half gallon and now it's a gallon. Okay. Whoa, you just must be pissing. You're apparently just in the bathroom most of your day. <laughs> I always learning. say... Every time I every every bathroom trip is a bathroom emergency with me. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but the no, water talk. So it's this thing on but th that the ladies are doing on TikTok where okay. if you're trying to lose weight, it's good to drink a lot of water. So they say, and so it's for people who don't like water, like Dan. They will take a massive water bottle and they'll be like, hey, let's make my water for the day. And so they'll fill it up with water and ice, and then they add all kinds of 
potions and flavors. And like, they'll be like, oh, here's my mermaid birthday cake water. And then there's people like me who are just watching this being like, is that really water? Is it sweet? Like, are you really losing weight if it's like full of sugar? Isn't it really (laughs) more juice? And now the water talk ladies are on to us. They know that we're like lurking at their waters. And so they're making videos. It's like, stop calling out our water. Stop saying my water is juice. It's water. If I want to drink flavored water, I'll do it. It is a deep dive, y'all. It's on TikTok, water talk. The ladies are making birthday cake flavored water. It is wild out there. Holy shit. So so what exactly are they like are they putting in like flavor crystals? Are they putting straight up just like sugar in there? Like it's these like um I guess, you know, those when you go to Starbucks and you get a flavored latte and they'll like do like the pump of vanilla. They're doing some of some of that. And then some Mm -hmm. packets like these things called skinny mixes. And then like it's it it truly is like they'll be putting stuff in their water for like 10 minutes, like pumps of things and powders and potions and crystals and this and that. I am so hooked on this. Like I have watched more southern women with big hair make their water for the day i'm fascinated i'm so fast it's, it's such like, a rabbit hole i mean oh, the wow. pump the pumps are just pure sugar pure i mean sugar. you might as well just that's... drink pop like what what's going on so it is a good question of like when you put stuff in your water when does it stop being water and start being something else so yeah, if, I, if else. I put a bunch of juice in my water when is it juice and when is it water yeah that's a good question sort of like a ship of theseus uh mm. problem in a way i think it's the smartest thing i've ever said on the podcast <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Ooh. pardon me <laughs> yeah two um, seconds ago we're like shit piss gamer yeah. yeah butthole i showed my butthole to the boys and then i'm uh, like, i'm something of a renaissance man <laughs> yeah you're doing you're, you're doing a high low thing yeah you know, i get exactly. it i get it yeah um but <laughs> but that is interesting like i i would say as soon as you put anything in the water it it is no longer just water it becomes I flavored agree. water or something that's that's I my agree. opinion on it and if i mean if I you put seen a splash videos, of juice but, in water that's juice to me yeah i think i, I, I i'm no dietitian i think i agree yeah. Especially yeah. if it has sugar or something. Then it's Correct. like, is oh. it really water? Well, then it's the sugar water from Men in Black that the, <laughs> the, 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 the bug guy is drinking. Edgar. <laughs> yeah, Edgar. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's all that is. I mean, it's still water, but it's sugar water, right? Like, to me, water is like, it's pretty obvious what water is. It's just water. <laughs> it's just you don't water. add anything to it. It's just water. <laughs> it's good old H2O. If you want to change up your water, you can have sparkling water, just like plain sparkling water. That is yeah. still water to me, technically, even though it's like sparkling, right? As long as there's no nothing like added to it, right? What like, about like a LaCroix? Yeah, that's uh, water. That's like I would, sparkling water. But I, but I would call that flavored water. Okay. Sure, It does sure. have the flavoring, even though it's essentially the same. I like, just, for me, I wouldn't care if they weren't, based on sort of what you've, you're explaining, Bridget, like... I think if it wasn't so expressly like, ladies, here's a great weight loss tip. <laughs> like it's you can't you can't talk out of one side of your mouth like this is weight loss. And then out of the other side of your mouth, be like, I just add four pumps of this to my water and then exactly. this other sugar thing. And I'm losing weight. It's like, well, you can't it can't be both of those things. And I guess it's like I guess that's what a lot of sort of diety things boil down to is like how can i change nothing but <laughs> but lose weight yeah oh my god every single time somebody has had a dramatic weight loss and i'm like oh my god what did you do they're always like oh diet and exercise i'm like oh okay like yeah. it's, it's, I'm, it's like i yeah. want some kind of magic bullet and it's always the same answer yeah, yeah. oh wow you look yeah. great what, what did you do oh i made drastic changes to my whole <laughs> lifestyle oh like oh <laughs> wow, i'm what? gonna do that 
I'm not, I'm not do doing that, that shit. shit. Are you kidding me? Get <laughs> I thought out of it was here. a pill. <laughs> what is the most like? If you can remember, what is the most sort of like unhinged water concoction that you can? Rem- is there one you can remember that like, oh, stands out? I remember it distinctly. Somebody had <laughs> like a, a skit, like a like a. I just can't even believe this is a real product, but I swear to you, it is real. It is like powdered Skittles. So it's like flavored. <laughs> it's like what? it's like the flavoring of Skittles, but in a powder, like a little a packet of powder, and she dumped okay. that into her water, and then she added like vanilla to make like fruity pebbles or something. Like it was, oh it was, my god! I have the concoctions these women are making. Part of me is just very impressed. Like I'm, I'm not even hating or judging. Yeah, I'm just impressed by the names and stuff. Like wow, this is a real this water. is a real thing. Yeah, the the Skittles singles to go drink mix. <laughs> it's uh, purportedly low calorie. Uh, it's this okay. low uh, artificially flavored low calorie drink mix. Uh, and there's yeah, there's a couple options. There's Skittles, just the regular. There's also the tropical Skittles. Apparently, this is a big U.S. I've never seen these before in my life. But there's Starburst ones, Hawaiian Punch ones. A and W ones, which it looks like there's like a cream soda, pardon me, and a root beer, like a root beer flavored water, I guess, which is disgusting. Uh, there's a crush, a crush drink mix as well, which is uh, pineapple, grape, strawberry, orange. So this is like a whole thing. So I'm guessing this is all the water talk ladies are are rolling in these like little single package. Mm-hmm. And you can get them all at places. I don't know if they have these in in Canada, but places like TJ Maxx or like um, oh. uh, like like discount discount stores. So they're all like, oh, go to Marshalls and get your your water talk supplies. Would you like to guess what our version of TJ Maxx is named? Oh God, I, cu- I couldn't even guess. What is it? Winners. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it's catchers. What was it? TJ Maxx in England or Australia where they've changed it slightly because there's some i think it's tk max in england i want to say um maybe i think let me see tk max somehow that seems more refined than yeah, tj it's, it is, max it's tk max instead of tj max but it's owned by tj max i believe um because there's a british retailer called tj hughes oh that makes sense so they went tk instead of instead of tj um i there's a, i do love finding out what other countries name their like brands that we have like the whole thing with um burger king in australia being called hungry jacks but it's what? like this yeah but it's like the yeah. same burger king font and everything same everything is so good to me because i i feel like it's a similar situation where i could be wrong i think there's something already called burger king or something similar over there um do y'all have hardy's up there we uh, no we don't or thought, carl's jr we have carl's jr yeah, but yeah we, don't have, we don't have hardy's yeah so in in on the East Coast, actually, really just the South, I think, or the Mid Atlantic, Hardy Carl's Jr. is called Hardy's. I have no idea why. Right, right. Because you'll see it occasionally where it'll be like an ad for like Carl's Jr. slash Hardy's, where they, mm-hmm. they do yeah, it's the same names. font and all that. Yeah, yeah. This uh, is my favorite Skittles review. Uh, this is from Sarah. Absolutely, uh, gave it a two star. Two stars. Absolutely not. Gives headaches. <laughs> No, no. So the flavor of these are pretty good. I definitely recommend using extra water. However, I have noticed if I drink more than two to three water bottles with these in a day, I get raging headaches. Hmm. 
Well, because it's like eating a big bag of Skittles. No kidding. I have never experienced this with any other water mixer. I have used Crystal Light, Mio, random store brands, etc., and frequently have more than three to four per day with no issues. However, these get me every single time. I gave them to my friend to see if I was going crazy, and it even happened to her. I gave it two stars since the flavor is really good, but I wouldn't purchase again. Hope she's okay. I mean, uh, I think maybe like drinking two or three of those in a day might be a little much. Oh, no question. Uh, and then there's another one where the mom bought them for a Father's Day gift, uh, which is just, <laughs> okay. I don't know why that's just funny. For her to me. husband that she hates. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> bought for a Father's Day gift and he was thrilled. Hubby loves water enhancers. Just a great sentence. God. Uh, Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Well, uh, this is a song that I heard about just this morning. And we, <laughs> right? we listened to it on our on our stream this morning. And John, I feel like you will know about this um, because it's um, Scott Stapp. He did a song for the Florida Marlins. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've heard this before, but I have heard of it. It's called Marlins Will Soar. And I think it's just, he's just changed the <laughs> lyrics of a pre-existing Creed song, I, I want to uh, say. Can the uh, Marlins take me higher? <laughs> I think it's... Uh, <laughs> hit a home run every so game. I, I think this, that's basically what the song is. I think the song is called <laughs> You Will Soar. And it was about like his son. And he, he, oh. he did a version of it for the Florida Marlins. I think they were the Florida Marlins at the time because they're the Miami Marlins now. And it's called Marlins Will Soar. And the lyrics are so fucking funny because it's just him like naming things that happen at a baseball game. But he's Love like that. singing it in, in his like Scott Stapp voice. I mean, it's <laughs> let's yep. just it's it's like two minutes long. So let's Love let's it. just watch the whole thing. Oh, him doing the national anthem. As as yeah, this, okay, this is even better. Marlins, oh, the fish. Oh, Dan, we can't, we can't hear it, Dan. Famously sore. Oh, shit, one second. Okay. Um, it's all, yeah, already that, a great title, right? Like, fish don't soar, so it's all, it's already great. I guess Marlins are the ones that, that will f- jump out of the water, though. Do they right? jump? Are they jumping fish? I, I think they be able to hear it. Yeah, there we yeah, go. There we, we go. Yeah. Let's play ball, it's game day. It's double I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of getting me. Like, oh, if you were at the game listening to this. <laughs> But wait, the next uh, the next verse has some insane lyrics. One strike, two strike, swing away. A diving catch, a stolen base. <laughs> <laughs> a stolen base. Oh my god. Like he wrote this in like an hour. <laughs> oh less. That's way generous. less. Very generous. <laughs> way less.
Oh, that's really good. That's so. I wish good. people could see the video because he is going nuts. He's like, into that it. Was, he's he's like just grabbing the mic with two hands to be like <laughs> double play, triple play here on the Marlins win today. Like oh. he just is right. Uh, the, way, the way he said a diving catch, where it like kind of diving. Didn't, it didn't catch. really fit into the the cadence of the song, but he was no. like, "I gotta, I have, I have to record this in like twenty minutes." So <laughs> I'm running out of what's a baseball plays. The producer's like, "Uh, I don't know, like a diving catch." Okay, diving yeah, that, that's fine. Carol. Oh, wonderful! I, uh, it's really, I mean, yeah, really good. So, but you really hadn't good. heard that, John. No, I don't think so. I, okay. I think I've heard of it, but I hadn't heard it. I think yeah. it's great too that I was basically doing an impression of the song before it started playing, and then that's basic. You like got, if you I mean, like, you got hey, it. Yeah. Hey, can you do? Imagine Scott Stapp sung a baseball song, and then you're just like <laughs> single, double, hit a home run. Yeah, and then it's like that's what. <laughs> oh, the that's song. the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got uh, it. Wonderful. Really good. Uh, okay, well, my social media update this week, also sports-related, uh, very funny. Friend of the show, Shane Ryan, uh, or, well, he's a listener of the show, at least. I don't know if he's a friend. That means he's our friend. All he of our, our listeners friend. are our close personal friends. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put a pin in that one, uh, because uh, you're not, uh, I'm not your close personal friend. But, but uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, no, Shane is a uh, very, very good, uh, very funny guy. He hosts a uh, podcast and is a writer for the Golf Digest. He also has a couple books out. He's a golf writer. And so if you know anything about golf, uh, the Masters is sort of the one of the Grand Slams in, in golf or one of the majors, I should say, part of the, the Grand Slam in golf. And um, I guess they don't really call it the Grand Slam. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So uh, Every year, the day the Masters ends, they have a lottery for all of the media members who are covering the Masters, and a certain selection of the media members get to play the course. And if you know anything about Augusta, it's a members-only course. You cannot play it unless you know a member. The membership is very limited. It's a very difficult course to ever get to play. So if you get to play the course, and especially right after the Masters, it's in like perfect condition. And so it's this big deal. So Shane, uh, he gets selected and he's playing in the, he's playing Augusta. So he starts out just with a a tweet. So get ready to be jealous. I was selected in the lottery to play the media round at Augusta national, unbelievable once in a lifetime experience. And while I know these things can get tiring, I want to share with you a few insights or thoughts on this special day thread. So he starts talking about the first few holes, just very normally first hole hit a solid drive, had a six iron in, Potted a little fat, but not too much trouble. Pitched up and two putted for bogey. And then he's kind of going through the holes like that. Then it gets down to ninth hole through 11th. Actually got kind of bored here and caught up with some emails. Don't remember the scores bracket. I forgot to get a scorecard. And so obviously Shane is then starts to joke because then he says 12. Was this the par five? I feel like I played pretty well on this hole, but I might have been thinking about something else. 13 to 15 playing partners were starting to annoy me going on and on about the course. I wasn't hitting my best swings because I was following the Wrexham Knotts County game online, (laughs) huge Wrexham fan after the documentary and got pretty wrapped up in the second half action. Um, And so he's, you know, he's obviously turning this into a joke. And then uh, someone quote tweeted the, the part where he says actually got bored and caught up on my emails. Uh, Eric is bad uh, wrote as a golfer. This is one of the most upsetting things I've ever seen about the game. (laughs) This dude covers golf for a living, wins a one in a million chance to play at Augusta fucking national golf club and can't relish the opportunity any more than this. Fuck you, dude. 
Jesus. Um, so just fully blew past the fact that Shane was making a joke. And uh <clears throat> and then he just uh gets really mad when people start to tell him that Shane is doing irony. Um and, and like just, obvious irony too. Like so very obvious. Yeah. Someone replied, I'm pretty sure this is a bit because the next four tweets are all about him watching a fourth tier English soccer game during the back nine. And I'm pretty sure Augusta doesn't allow phones on the course. And he replied, wow, super funny, I guess. And then (laughs) someone else wrote, what the fuck? And he replied, apparently it's all a big bit for the irony likes really good and edgy shit. Um, And he's so all these things and people are like, you're joking. And then someone wrote just an utter and then he replied, just an utter asshole thing to say publicly. <laughs> so anyway, uh, congratulations to Eric for, I guess, being normal and not being irony pilled and fully not understanding that Shane was doing a bit. Nice job. But, and nice uh, job, Shane, too. For Great job, Shane, yeah. for doing irony so good that this uh, moron believed. <laughs> um, and speaking of morons, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. All right, Bridget, the floor is yours. I don't think I know anything about your block tail, so, so hit us. So this is a person that I have blocked and then unblocked and then blocked again. It's a, it's a delicate dance. It is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yes. Ooh, okay. Has anyone, has anyone said this go. before? No. Nope. No, I don't okay. think so. I think you're the, I think you're the first uh, NDT uh, blocker. So I have always had a thing with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I so, Sorry if you love him. I know a lot of people do, but I don't. And the thing about Neil deGrasse Tyson is, I guess I like that he, when he first got on the scene, he's like a science educator. He was making science like, supposedly like accessible i remember seeing him on the daily show which was a big deal but the thing that i don't like about him on twitter is that despite the fact that he has this public persona that's supposed to be accessible his tweets are the tweets of somebody who is the opposite and so he can take the joy the love the fun out of anything he can miss the joke of anything and so eventually for for a while i was like hate reading his tweets right where i i followed him just to see his tweets and like reply back to them like mean things like oh another terrible tweet and then eventually someone was like i always see you replying to his tweets why don't you just block him and so i did and then i kind of like started to miss it like i was like oh, i missed like stroking that hate boner that his tweets gave me but i can tell you the exact tweet that got me it yes, was uh, when the movie marriage story came out and he tweeted the film a marriage story should have been named a divorce story and that is literally the point of the movie like, <laughs> that is such a classic neil degrasse tyson tweet oh! like just that pedantic yeah so bad i cannot stand it and like for yeah for a while my hatred of his tweets was like almost sustaining me where i i felt like i almost would have needed it to show up on the internet like where's my terrible neil degrasse tyson tweet um but yeah so i have blocked him i have unblocked him just to take a peek at what he's tweeting i'll follow him for a while then he'll tweet another tweet and then i'll get so mad and unfollow him and then block him it's a delicate dance we're doing he does not know i exist by the way but it's a, it's a, <laughs> so it's a one person dance one-sided i know, I know the, the one that i remember is um i think it was the star wars one with bb8 
like mm-hmm. the, little, the droid where he was like, uh, I enjoyed uh, The Force Awakens, but uh, there's no, it's unrealistic that this spherical uh, droid would roll across the sand like this. And then someone like from the movie replied and was like, uh, here's like behind the scenes footage of like, this is like a real thing. It's like actually moving. It wasn't like, it, this is like how he actually moved across the sand, just like immediately proving him wrong. Yeah. Um, that's that's so good. The other the other he thing he thinks when, he's so smart. Yeah. When, whenever I, I know that's like his whole bit too. Like like is is uh, being very pedantic or whatever. But it is it is very obnoxious. The other thing I remember with him was um, a friend of ours, um, Mike. Uh, I guess saw him uh, on the New York subway like back in like 2013, and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was on his laptop, and so Mike took a picture of him and was like. Uh, some guy using his laptop on the subway like a dumbass nerd, <laughs> pretending he didn't know who he was, and like people got so mad at him, it blew up like on Reddit, on Twitter, on Facebook, and like to this day, people still get mad at him for that post. Um, and it's just it's incredible. I don't think he ever got blocked by or or blocked Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I Your totally Mike is a hero. I I I tell him that a lot. I he'll he'll be glad to hear that. Um. <laughs> But I, I I wanted to go over to his Twitter because I was like, I wonder what his most recent tweet is. Like, is yeah. it just a stupid? And it's a classic. I mean, it just he's right on brand. This is from and he's not tweeting that much lately. So his last tweet before this was March 30th. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't tweeted in two weeks. And then he drops this earlier today. The occasional reminder that dot dot dot, which is always a lot. That's a very Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, type. <laughs> the, it's the occasional reminder that dot 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 state uh, uh paragraph paragraph not everything that's natural is good for you and not everything that's good for you is natural oh wise words oh my god <laughs> Woo. and he Who capitalized natural for some of reason of course he did i i know people out there are like oh i love neil degrasse tyson and that's fine um i will also add that he was accused by two different women uh, of sexual misconduct. So we should throw yeah. that in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, piece of shit. Also another good reason to block him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but the tweets, that's really the thing. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I think on Christmas he tweeted like, oh, Santa could never go to every little boy and girl's house. And I just was like, shut up. I know it's his bit, but it 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 fills me with this rage that I just can't even really understand. I really, I really don't know why it upsets me so much, but it really does. I think it's like, I, I think it's because there's a big part of it that doesn't seem good natured about like, oh, where it's you're just spoiling where, people's fun, basically. Where, right? yeah. And, but where you're like, he believes this too much. Like Tony Hawk has the bit where he always does the thing about people don't recognize me mm-hmm. or they say he looks like Tony Hawk. And I remember in the earlier days of Twitter, people would clown on Tony Hawk for that being like, Oh yeah, this guy, Oh, he doesn't get recognized. And then over time, Tony Hawk just revealed himself to be like a very genial guy and would start posting like videos of these like quasi recognizances. And then I think people realize like, Oh, he wasn't doing that to be cocky. He thinks it's funny. And it's just like a fun, there's like a good natured sensibility to it. Whereas I think, some people believe that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson is doing. But I think to me, there's something maybe a little sinister. Like it's just like, he's, you know, that he's not doing it. Cause he's kind of having fun with, Oh, everybody thinks I'm the pedantic guy, 
it actually feels like maybe he might be a dick and that's just <laughs> how he is you know but i think he's he's learned that he if he expresses it in a way where people maybe think he's in on the joke maybe then he can sort of get away with being a dick and i don't like it yeah i don't like that either uh, this this one is brutal from march 17th March 2023 marks the 50th anniversary release of Pink Floyd's legendary album, Dark Side of the Moon. And I've spent 50 years undoing the misconception it has caused. The moon has a far side, but no dark side, nor is it all dark. On the moon, the day-night cycle lasts a month. Mm. Uh! And it's just like... That part, it's like that sentence. Uh, I have personally spent 50 years yeah. fighting against Pink Floyd for naming their album Dark Side of the Moon. It's like, <laughs> you're not a warrior, dude. Come right. on. Right. <laughs> He's like that throwaway family guy character, Buzz Killington, where it's like, every time he opens his mouth, I know it's going to be some bullshit. I just yeah. know it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great, that's a great block. Uh, we uh, have a great listener block as well. This one comes in from Nick. <clears throat> and Nick uh, was blocked by a David from reply guy. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Howdy blocked crew. David from a speechwriter for George W. Bush, who coined the phrase axis of evil and now a big never Trump Republican tweeted an and article. He's Canadian he... also, by the way, we're very proud of him. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yes. Uh, tweeted an article he wrote for the Atlantic reflecting on 20 years of the Iraq war. Given the blood on his hands for ginning up the need to invade Iraq, I had no interest in reading his article and simply sent him a screen cap from the Big Bill Hells video reading Go to Hell. A guy with a Twitter blue verified check replied to me saying that's rude and attached a link to his own YouTube video <laughs> titled In 60 Years, the Iraq War Will Be Looked At Like World War II. Oh. I knew this wasn't someone to be reasoned with, so I replied, suck my dick from the back, shithead, along with <laughs> balls. Even though Twitter warned me, most uh. people don't send replies like that. Sometime later, a stranger responded to his tweet, and it ended up in my notifications, and while checking that tweet, I noticed I couldn't see the original tweet. Sure enough, he blocked me. Pretty rude, if you ask me. Keep up the good work. I love the show. Nick. God. Nicely done. That's so clean and simple. I love it. Suck my dick from the back is that's an underrated insult. I feel like, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's one of my favorite things on the internet. When somebody has, I mean, I shouldn't like it, but I do <laughs> secretly. When somebody has like an earnest, long reply, and then somebody else is just like, "Eat shit." Yeah, <laughs> and that one gets like way more like responses to. Yeah, that's that's the best. I, yeah. I love that. That's it's great. really good. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Uh, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com. Or you can fill out the form on our website. You can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Uh, the most recent episode uh, was Stefan and I uh, bringing back our celebrity shout out bullshit. Uh, we're now we've we're done with cameo. Cameo has been retired, but we're on to memo. Now the Swedish uh, celebrity shout out company that has gained a foothold in Canada. Uh, our good friend, Jesse Farrar, who we've mentioned like seven times on this episode <laughs> is on that uh, episode as well. We found potentially Stefan, I think maybe the bleakest celebrity I, shout out. We've I think ever it seen. was, it was worse than the Tom Sizemore one. Um, I think do, it was worse. Do you want to say Tom who Sizemore it was one. by to sort of get people? It was by former Philadelphia Philly and New York Met Lenny Dykstra. Yeah, so that should give you um, an idea, maybe. Yeah, if you know anything about Lenny Dykstra's career, you may understand why his current state uh, for celebrity shoutouts is 
bad. But anyway, it was very, very rough. That's all on our Patreon. We also have a Discord, merch discounts, all that great stuff. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. And if you like the show, please tell a friend. Bridget, we are here at the end of the show. We always like to finish off every show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno. Mustard. Three. Sauce. Deux. What do you have for us, please? Top three best internet experiences, internet vibes. Uh, Do I give you all three of my top three? You you give us your number three, and then we'll go go in a circle. Okay. My number three is when... I have a list, and I'm trying to pick which one's best. I'm going to go with my... Okay, my number three is when someone... When everyone turns on someone that you've always secretly not liked. <laughs> so, like, you've always yes. hated this person, and then the, everybody is, like, dunking on them and, like, being like, actually, they suck. And you can just, like, sit back and enjoy that vibe. Yeah. Love that. That's a good You're one. You're right. That yeah. is a very good one. Yep. Um, for me, number three is purposely playing stupid. Um to piss off and it's usually with like a like a right wing guy or like an elon musk reply guy which i guess is the same thing um (laughs) but there is nothing better than like for instance if uh, one thing that's kind of fun to do is like stealing like a really annoying viral post or something and pretending it's your own and it's like obviously stolen and then when people get mad at you you say like no i actually posted it earlier if you look at the timestamps even though the timestamps don't show that at all and then you say like oh no it was because of like time zones i'm in a i'm in a different time zone so it actually shows up differently for you um and then they'll just start saying like well no you stole the post and you can just say like no i didn't and they, it drives them fucking insane and i i love doing that and i gotta get back into it i haven't done that for a while so Oof. Yeah. what's better than wasting the time of someone who cares way too much about something that really doesn't matter that's right and thank you for describing our listeners john go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so bridget are you asking like uh like vibes we like to put out or we like to see on the internet or, or like you like to experience where you're like experience. this has happened and i'm enjoying it yeah Okay, um, I would say sort of similar to Stefan's, but but for uh, I don't know if you've picked this up over the course of the last hour, Bridget, but I'm sort of the more uh, normie member of the of the show here. Um, so I like to post something and I mean it and then oh. everybody doesn't think I mean it. And then that's very fun to me. Uh, because uh, yeah, I am very normie, but I'm in this sort of irony poisoned circle of internet people. Um, so yeah, I, I, it's very fun to me. Um, particularly I will say it comes up a lot with the new metal podcast as well, where, you know, I'll post about liking limp biscuit and people think I'm joking and, um, I am not joking. I like limp biscuit a lot. I I love this. I I think the internet needs more earnest, like earnestness. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, there was a very funny video today and Dan probably can't play it because it'll be too quick of a turnover but um it, i don't know if you saw it I, I retweeted it but it was uh jewel santana and jim jones were being interviewed for complex magazine and uh so i can't i don't know who the interviewer is but he asked some what's the goat animated movie and jim jones immediately pops off and is like what the fuck like who's fucking watching animated movies i don't have time for any of these adults I watching it for you if you want perfect it's oh so gosh. good because jules santana is me because so jim jones is popping off and jules santana's in the background just like it's got to be lion king right 
So it's it's really funny. Yeah, let's let's watch it because this is exactly what I'm doing on the internet constantly. Will be your goat animated movie. The goat animated movie. Yeah, in your opinion, which animated what animated movie? I was like anime ass nigga. I stopped watching cartoons when them shits was coming on on Saturday. That's why you gotta go with the Lion King. I don't have the time to sit down and watch a motherfucking two hour cartoon. You niggas is living in some other shit. Nah, Kaiba, I'm not. There's a lot of there's a lot of motherfuckers who who got Yeah, you got the kids. These niggas ain't got kids. These niggas is watching this shit with their homeboys. Yo, you see the new anime? You got Boku and Roku. These niggas' names like like these niggas. Oh my god. So he's just losing his mind and Jules is like, no, Capo, it's Lion King, man. <laughs> yeah, Lion Jules King is like, really good. I want to go home and watch Princess Mononoke. <laughs> yeah, like, what's wrong exactly. with that? <laughs> and that and I do love animated movies. So that so to me, that was just like any I love that he's quiet. Like Jim Jones is really popping off, and he's just like, it's gotta be Jim lying. Jones is like angry. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like he's offended angry. by the question. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh. Why are you asking me about this? Yes, oh, totally. That was so good. <laughs> uh Bridget, your number two. Oh, my number two is uh well, it kind of came up earlier when there is low stakes drama and you're not involved in any of it, and you can just watch like sit back and watch the comments come in and you get to just follow it. Oh, chef's kiss. Yeah, that is very nice. When you have no connection whatsoever uh, and, and you're just look, like both sides, it's, it's very funny. Uh, all the comments. That's, I, that's a good one for sure. Um, I feel like I might go sincere as well for my number two uh, after, after John um, and say whenever I post a picture of my cat on Twitter and everyone is very happy to see her in the replies and they're just like saying her name in the replies they're saying hi kiki hello Aww. um and it's just it's just very nice see this is where i'm jim jones i'm like <laughs> you're posting pictures of your cat bro yeah, you're posting I'm, I'm with John I got, yeah i ain't got time for cats <laughs> but people do love it uh and i love it too and it's uh it's also a very easy way to get like like faves and retweets is just post a picture of my cat. So uh, that's my number two is cat pictures. Um, okay. My number two is um, just w- when Kevin Durant uh, quote tweets, anybody. Yes. Um, yeah. He is like the goat quote tweeter. It is unbelievable. He is so good at taking what people say to him and just dunking on their ass. And it's often creative. Like it's not always just like, I make $40 million a year. Shut your mouth. Like he's actually, he gets in the muck with people. The post that he and, had where he was talking about like, this is Twitter. I'm always a hundred on Twitter or like, yes. I, I can't remember the specific wording of it, but I saw that and I was like, I, I just respect him so much as a basketball player, but I think I respect him more as a poster. I would say he's, yeah. he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. He's, he's such a good poster. And I just, yeah, there's a particular version of post and he'll go he'll go in it like he'll quote tweet someone and they reply to him and he replies like he gets in the sauce and and i just i'm a big i'm a big fan yeah bridget your number one my number one is almost exactly what john just said <laughs> but it's dion warwick so yes. when, someone, when someone you don't expect is like actually like i'm gonna wade into the muck and i have an opinion like they're always funny i feel like People, celebrities like that who who kind of get social media and they just do anything and like 
everyone's like losing their mind. They love it so much. Or like share is another good one. Um, yeah, when yes. celebrities know how to use social media in a way that everyone's going to love it. I like that. Young Warwick is great. That's th- those are. I've got a more specific one too. I think for my answer here, um, and it was, and it's a specific night, and it was the night that Trump got COVID. I that was like the funniest day slash afternoon slash evening on Twitter, where everyone was like, I mean, uh, some people were coming out and straight up saying what we all wanted to happen, but like everyone's kind of dancing around it a little bit, and just it was just like this joyous mood. And it, it was, it was incredible. It was, I mean, it was just, oh God, it was. And like the next couple of days were, were good too, you know, when he was in, uh, at the hospital or whatever, but like, God, that first day when it first came out and everyone was just losing their minds and essentially posting, I mean, a lot of people were just explicitly posting like, well, I hope this is it for him, you know? And, <laughs> oh, it was, it was just I- beautiful. I feel like the Trump one in particular that night was so good because it felt like so many of the jokes were original. Like Mm. for some reason, like usually when there's some sort of like, like today, even for example, we're recording this on Friday, the 14th. um, There was the whole thing about uh, how James Bond was going to be a mid thirties person that no one's ever heard of the new James Bond or something. Yeah, and everyone's and making all the same these joke. people are quote tweeting, just being like, Oh, surprise. It's me, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and everybody's just kind of making the same version of that joke. That's usually what happens. Like when something's going viral like that, it's like 40 people rushing to make the same joke. For some reason, the night Trump got COVID, everybody was, everyone like, was on the top of their game. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was peak Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know what happened, They're, but everybody just got in their bag. It was like so many unique and funny jokes. It w- that was what was so good yeah. about that night to me. It wasn't just everybody being like, ha, ah, hope yes. the orange Cheeto dies, you know, or whatever. There was, was one actually- that I remember, and I think the guy's account got deleted. It was just some random guy, but the guy's account got deleted, I think, so the post isn't there anymore. But you know the the reaction video? And I don't know what movie it's from, but it's it's uh, Big Boy. And he's he's like looking over and he's like, I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> and someone posted that video and the caption was uh, Herman Cain when Trump gets to hell. <laughs> Because it was like right after Herman Cain had died of COVID. Oh, <laughs> oh it was so good. Um, God, what I mean, even just thinking about it now, the vibes are, oh, immaculate. I still remember my favorite. My favorite was, um, I see COVID's out here trying to impress Jodie Foster. <laughs> <laughs> like creative stuff. Like, yeah. how do you come up with that? Oh, God. What, what a night. That was wonderful. Um, John, I guess you have your, your number really one. Really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. My, uh, this is, so I don't, like I said, I'm not a huge irony guy online, but this kind of ties into what we were just talking about. It, I love when a post goes viral and everybody is trying to get their own joke off underneath the post. And it's so bad. <laughs> like I just, as a comedian, there's just something I love about just, it's, it's like watching an open mic where every comedian <laughs> is worse than the other, or you're just, cause I've said this on the show before, but I've been doing comedy for 13 years. And so I'm not interested in good comedy anymore. Like I am only interested in great or the worst comedy I've ever seen. (laughs) I don't even want like kind of bad. I don't want middle. I don't even want really good. I just want great or the worst thing I've ever seen. And so that to me is like watching an open mic where it's like eight comedians in a row are the worst comedian you've ever seen, but it all happens in like 10 seconds. I just scroll down. It's like, Oh God, 
oh no <laughs> oh god oh no and i think it's fun because i'm sort of a reformed uh reply guy like that i used to be a joke yes. reply guy for sure um and now i'm not so it's the part of me is like i got I, I got out <laughs> Look at all you idiots <laughs> stupid idiots <laughs> You guys think this is cool, but it's not. Um, so yeah, I would say that's my number one. Uh, Bridget. What a great top three. Great that was, top that was three. perfect for the show. Yeah. Great episode. So fun to have you on the show. Uh, before we go, anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, you can check out my new podcast with Next Chapter Podcast called Beef, where we are serving up the juiciest historical rivalries that you've never heard of. And you can check out my podcast on iHeartRadio called There Are No Girls on the Internet. If you love all things the internet. We do. That's what our that's what our podcast does too. So yeah. it's a per, a perfect crossover. People can follow you just at Bridget Todd. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bridget Marie or on Instagram at Bridget Marie in DC or on TikTok at Bridget Todd Makes Pods. There you go. Okay, okay great. So give Bridget a follow. Listen to her podcasts. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like it and you want to donate, again, it's patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod, and we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.